Welcome to the Restored Hope Podcast, where we talk about domestic abuse, trauma, grief recovery, stories of hope and resilience. In each episode, we'll discuss various topics such as why women stay in abusive relationships, the impact of domestic abuse on the victim's health and the children, overcoming adversity, and many more. The podcast provides helpful information to support, inspire, and empower you to regain your confidence and help you on your healing journey to move from that place of pain into your God-given purpose. I am your host, Bisi Gadebo. Thank you for tuning in. Hello and welcome to the fifth episode of the Restored Hope podcast. On today's episode, I will share different ways you can support victims and survivors of domestic abuse. What you should say and shouldn't say to someone experiencing domestic abuse. I would say one of the reasons why some women stay in abusive relationship is due to lack of support from friends and families who do not know how to support the victim or what to say. I was in an abusive relationship that um, for years I um, was not able to speak up or say anything to anyone about it. And um, I find it so difficult. And when people actually now knew about it, they couldn't help me, probably because they didn't know what to say. Everyone was just kind of looking. You know, you could just feel that People are just looking at you somehow. They couldn't approach me to say, oh, how are you feeling? Or, or are you okay? You, you understand? And those that tried, some, some were not saying the right words. <laughs> those that approached me were not just saying the right words. And um, don't blame anyone. They, they tried their best, but, you know, they just don't know how to go about it. So sometimes because of, of this, some victims would prefer not to even say anything at all because those that um, are supposed to support them are actually not doing that or they decide not to even try. This is one of the reasons why, you know, I'm sharing this on this episode. It can be quite difficult to know how to support a friend or loved one who is experiencing domestic abuse. Our first instinct may be to protect the person by confronting the abuser, but this is dangerous for you and for the victim. It's not the best thing to do, confronting the abuser. However, there are ways you can support your loved one or friend. So when you notice or recognize that, you know, you can see the warning signs of abuse or probably you, you actually know. Identify how to respond in ways that will feel appropriate and comfortable for both you and the victim. Try to speak privately with the person experiencing the abuse and express your concern. Saying you've been worried about them. Ask, is everything okay at home? Is there anything she would like to talk about? And if she's willing to talk about it. So if she's willing to, Please do listen to what she has to say without judgment. Very important. Give her time to express herself. Give her time to talk. 
Don't interrupt her, but don't push her to talk if she doesn't want to as well. But let her know you'll be there for her if she ever wants to talk about it. And also, if she decides to talk, believe what she tells you. Acknowledge it takes strength to talk to someone about experiencing abuse. It will have taken a lot of courage and strength to open up to you and confide in you. Victims are much more likely to cover up and downplay the abuse rather than make it up or exaggerate. So believe her. Let her know that you believe, you know, what they're sharing with you. This can change that person's life. It can build up their confidence knowing that actually someone is here for me, believes in me. They may feel like what happened to them is their fault. It's not unusual for victims or survivors to experience self-blame, doubt or denial. This could be the first time they're telling someone about what they're going through. Reassurance that you believe them and that this was not their fault can go a long way to making that person feel comfortable getting help they need and deserve. Let her know that the abuse is not her fault and that no one deserves abuse or violence. Tell her you think she has been brave in being able to talk about the abuse, sharing it with you, and in being able to keep going despite the abuse. Take the abuse seriously. When she shares her experience with you, please take it seriously. Abuse can be damaging both physically and emotionally. Don't underestimate the danger she may be in. Ask if they have suffered any physical harm. If so, offer to go with them to the hospital or to visit their GP if they choose to. Help her to recognize the abuse and understand how it may be affecting her or her children. You can talk about this. She's probably been told continually by her abuser that she can't do anything right, that she's worthless, that she's a bad woman or a bad mother. So help her to build her confidence in herself. Help her to find ways to become stronger and safer. Help her to look at her strength and skills, what she's good at, and let her know she's valuable, that she's beautiful, that she's a good person, a good mother. Be that supportive. Help her to protect herself. You could say, you know, I'm, I'm afraid of what it might do to you or the children. I'm worried that it's, it will get worse. So talk to her about how she, she thinks she could protect herself. So help her to think, of, think about what she can do and see how you can help her to achieve it. Find out if she has a safety plan. Help her to create a safety plan if she doesn't have one. Help her to create a safety plan that can be put into action if violence occurs again or if they decide to leave the situation. You know, it's good for um, the victim to have a safety plan. And uh, helping her to create this would really, really prepare her psychologically as well. So um, safety plan could include a safe place to go in an emergency if they decide to leave the home. Code word to alert family and friends that help is needed. An escape bag with cash in it, birth certificate, toiletries, keys, change of clothes, and things that, you know, she could need in an emergency. A list of emergency contacts, including trusted friends, families, local shelter, domestic abuse hotline, 
also offer practical assistance like minding the children for a while if she needs to go for an appointment, cooking a meal for her, offering a safe place to stay, transport or to accompany her to court for moral support. If they decide to stay in that abusive relationship, it may be hard for you to understand, but people stay in abusive relationship for many reasons. Be supportive regardless of her decision. No matter what they decide to do, you, you just be there for her. Respect her right to make her own decisions, even if you don't agree with them. Uh, respect her cultural and religious values and beliefs. Maintain some level of regular contact with her if she decides to stay in that relationship. Don't just give up on her and say, okay, she doesn't want your help. So no, don't do that. They need your help. It can be difficult sometimes for uh, victims to express how they really, really feel. You know, they are also afraid of uh, the abuser, knowing that, you know, they are, they've shared what's going on with you. So sometimes they do draw back. And um, so when that happens, just be there, you know, just be there waiting, also contacting her sometimes to just find out how she's doing. And if she doesn't bring it up, don't say anything. Just let her know that you're there whenever she's ready to talk. But keep checking up on her. Keep checking up. So, you know, the more you do that, later they they will get to know that this person really cares and they'll be able to trust you more and open up if there's anything they really need to share. Help her find support and resources and provide information on organizations that offer help for people experiencing domestic abuse. Encourage her to talk to those who can provide further help and guidance. So look up numbers of shelters, social services, support group, counselors. You know, sometimes victims don't, they are not even thinking of all this. So but if you're able to do that for, for her, that would be very helpful. Find out and get her information on any laws regarding protective orders, restraining orders, child custody information, if you know if she needs all this. Tell her about the services available. Remind her that if she calls a service, she can just get support and information and they won't pressure her to leave if she doesn't want to and they wouldn't um, take her children away because some women don't speak up because of this, thinking that the social services will take her children away. Offer to go with her to any service provider or legal setting for moral support. If she decides to leave, keep supporting her after she has left the abusive relationship. Even though the relationship was abusive, they may feel sad and lonely once it is over. Offer to be someone they can lean on as they move through the process. The period of separation could be a dangerous time for her as the abuse may increase. She may need practical support and encouragement to help her establish a new life and recover from the abuse. She could also seek counseling or join a support group and also um, ask her what more you can do to help and know where to signpost her to get more help. So during the period of separation, when she's left, like I mentioned earlier, it's a, it's a dangerous time for victims. So um, she, she would need that help. Take care of yourself too. 
it is important to care for yourself as you support someone going through domestic abuse. It can be an extremely difficult and painful experience for families and friends of victims and survivors. You might feel frustrated, helpless, angry that you can't help your loved one. There's a limit to what we are able to take in and process. So please do take care of yourself for you can't be your best self in your supportive role if you find yourself too tired to listen with care and compassion or you are overfilled with your own emotions in response to the trauma that she, she shared with you. These feelings are valid. Take some time after a conversation, you know, with victim of abuse to enjoy some outdoor activities or do something healthy, an healthy activity that makes you feel good as a way of recentering yourself. Remember, you can be your best self for someone else when you give yourself the space to honor your own feelings. It can be helpful to talk to someone as well for support. So there are some things that um, are, are not helpful. Some things that uh, friends and family actually say or do that are not helpful. So when talking to someone who is, who is experiencing domestic abuse, some things may not be helpful or may, may stop the person from wanting to confide in you fully. Don't blame her for the abuse or minimize the experience by saying it, can, it can't be that bad. Please don't say that. Don't ask questions like, what did you do for him to treat you like that? You must have done something wrong. Don't say that. Why do you put up with it? People do say that. Well, why do you put up with it? If it were me, I wouldn't, I, I would have left. Oh, I wouldn't take it. No, don't say that to someone going through abuse. Or how can you, you still be in love with him? Hmm. This question suggests that it is somehow her fault when you, when you say that to, to her. Such person will not open up to you. They will not confide in you. If you call them, they won't pick up your call. Because if you say these words to them or ask these kind of questions, they won't trust you. Won't, they won't want to say anything to you anymore. Don't give up. If they're not willing to open up at first, be patient. Be patient with them. And don't keep trying to work out the reason for the abuse. Concentrate on supporting the person who is being abused. Don't tell her to stay and work it out. Don't tell her to stay and work it out. That's not what they, they want to hear at that time. They just want to know that you're there for them. Don't be critical if she says she still loves her partner or abuser or if she leaves but then returns to the relationship. Leaving an abusive partner takes time and your support is really important. On average, it takes a victim seven times to leave before finally staying away for good. So there are some victims that after leaving, they still go back. They believe that probably the abuser will change or, you know, the relationship, they can work it out again. Maybe after the abuser has kind of um, apologized and say, sorry, come back, please, you know, they want to try again. So if, if this happens, just um, don't criticize her. Still be supportive. Don't judge or criticize a partner. Criticize the behavior, not the person. And let her know that no one has the right to abuse, abuse her. Criticizing the partner is only likely to make her want to defend him. 
or her. And also don't give advice or tell her what you would do. This will only reduce her confidence to make her own decisions, listen to her and give her information, not advice. And don't promise any help that you can't follow through with. Don't pressure her to leave. Don't tell her to leave the relationship if she's not ready. That's her decision to make. Also, don't try to make decisions on her behalf. Focus on listening and supporting her to make her own decisions. She knows her own situation best. And it is very important that you do not make her feel that there is something wrong with her because she hasn't left. This will only reinforce our low confidence and feelings of guilt and self-blame. Don't do anything to make it more difficult for the victim, such as confronting the abuser. It will only make the situation worse. And don't give up. If they are not willing to open up at first, please don't give up. Be patient with her. These are all the things, you know, not to say or do when trying to support your loved one or friends that are going through domestic abuse. And if you or someone you know is experiencing domestic abuse, please don't suffer in silence. Reach out today. If you're worried that a friend, neighbor or loved one is a victim of domestic abuse, then you can call the National Domestic Abuse Helpline of your country for free and confidential advice. If you believe there is an immediate risk of harm to someone or it is an emergency, you should always call the emergency number of the country you reside in. For United Kingdom, it's 999 and US is 911. You can also reach out to me for support, someone to talk to and for one-to-one coaching. I am a transformational life trauma and mindset coach. I help support and empower victims and survivors of domestic abuse to recover from the trauma they've experienced, rediscover themselves, build their confidence and transition from that place of pain into their God-given purpose. You can email me at restoredhope21 at gmail.com. You can also join my support group on Facebook called Restored Hope and follow me on Instagram at BCG. That's B-I-S-S-Y-G. Thank you for joining me today and God bless. Thank you for joining me this week on the Restored Hope podcast. You can follow me on Instagram at BCG, that's B-I-S-S-Y-G, and on my Facebook page, Restored Hope. This is a private group for victims and survivors of domestic abuse where you can receive support, build your confidence, and be empowered to live the life that you love. You can also send me an email at restoredhope21 at gmail.com. If you love the show, please share with friends and families. Also subscribe to the show to catch every episode and leave us a review so we can continue to bring you amazing content. Thank you for listening. See you next time for another amazing episode. I remain your lovely host, Basic Badibo. Bye for now and God bless.